Welcome to Strip It Back, the podcast which helps to simplify life and live in the moment with Joanne Panetta and Renee Talia. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Strip It Back. Good morning, Renee. How are you? Oh, good morning, beautiful. Good to see you. Oh, so nice. Looking forward to actually seeing you in the flesh, but for now I'll take it on screen, our weekly catch-up, ready to share what's going on in our world to our beautiful listeners. Sure are. And so I've got here my anchor for today. I've gone a adaptive blend. Mm-hmm. This is a new blend that doTERRA has put out and it's really just that. It's meant to help you adapt to whatever's going on. So it's just, hey, we've got a lot going on, let's be honest. All yeah. the time. So it's a nice one just to roll on. I love when they blend things together. How does it smell? What can you smell in it? I haven't got that one. Yeah, it's it's definitely got a combination. So mm, I can't. It's got like orange and, yeah, all woody. So it's a balance of up and down, which is exactly what it's done. It's popped a lot of citrus, but then it has a lot of the woody grounding trees in it. Nice. So that it can do the both. You know, they've got so much science behind what they do. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I love mixing my own, but sometimes it's nice to have one that they've just... So good. So good. I've got um, I've got geranium and lavender pumping through my diffuser this morning. Um, I often wear geranium just because I love the smell, but I know that you've taught me it's around the oil of self love. Is that right? Yeah, love and trust. Mm, And it's good combo putting it with lavender because that's the oil of communication and calm too. Oh, so good. Feels good, feels good. Well, speaking of communication, here we are to share, here we are to crack open another conversation. I've really been loving um, this women's series because it's created, I guess, a space for us to call in experts that we've worked with closely in order to kind of shape and mould some of the learnings that we've had and we're kind of imparting that wisdom on the people we care about. And I remember yesterday when we uh, had a call and we caught up and And I was just saying, you know, one of the things that I'm really reflecting on is being in your feminine and and, and appreciating this beauty that is being a woman, there are certainly um, like a stakeholder, stakeholders that contribute to that. And upon reflection, the men in our life that hold space for us, that encourage us to step into our masculine energy when we're needing it and so on and so forth and watching them actually take on their feminine energy has just been the most eye-opening experience since we've cracked open this discussion, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. It's funny when you're talking about that and then when you're just doing life and being in life that you, I almost think since we've opened this conversation, I've noticed it more Mm. with the men in my life and how they hold space. And one reflection I can think of just over the weekend was with my husband in the space. He was doing his own thing. We weren't even really in in communication, but the energy of his presence and organisation of what he was doing with his own work had me doing structure in, in my business 
I don't usually work on a Sunday, but I was like, oh, I'm just going to do these things. And within an hour and a half, I had these jobs all done. It was like I had almost absorbed some of like his energy in getting this this structure in place. So, yeah, I think there's something to be said. Now, not saying that you want to be always or like, sucking up their energy like that we want I I really believe that we want to be able to hold our own as well but it is great to have people that are in their conscious masculine energy and being able to have as in our femininity support that so good and as you're talking about this I reflect on something quite opposite now yeah. for those of you who have been listening to strip it back for the whole three seasons Renee often refers to me as a pitta now in in regards to Ayurveda the world of Ayurveda your body and mind constitution a pitta is someone who is very structured and linear like I'm the queen of a table I remember a couple of weeks ago doing my um, eating inquiry and my diet inquiry and I was like Renee I've made this table and da 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 and you're like yeah but how does it feel when you eat the food I'm like, I'll put it in the table and I'll let you know. Like, you know, we had a good laugh about it. And I think of an incredible man in my life, which is my brother Joseph, Mm. who actually stops and reminds me to drop into the feminine flow energy more than ever. Now, anyone who knows my brother, he is the definition of masculine when you look at him. He's muscular. He's got a really deep voice. He's very, you know, go-getter. He actually manages a gym and is a boxing instructor. So quite an energy and presence about him. And you had the luxury, especially when I was overseas in 2018, you guys have a beautiful bond and friendship. Mm -hmm. You got to see this side of him emerge in 2018 as the most, and I don't want to use this word in a woo-woo way, but conscious man Like he is such a deep thinker. He's so fluid in his energy. We make jokes all the time as a family, like are we doing this on time or seppy time, you know, and he's just got this ability to kind of ground and be like, eh, it doesn't feel good right now. So he'll communicate that often with his clients as well, you know, um, and he'll often work with his, his business and his partner now. So she often reflects and says, oh, my goodness, I love that he was growing, he grew up with three sisters. It makes him so connected to his, I guess, gentle side. And I said, yeah, but that can sometimes be a little bit of a stereotype too, right? Because if you reflect on it, he's, I wasn't the most, you know, I guess, hashtag feminine, gentle girl growing up. He was more than me. So this real concept that gender equals feminine, masculine, I think is a misconception, right? Yeah. I feel like let's go with this because I think this is where we get a little bit stuck is that when we call it masculine and feminine, we almost go male, female. And that's where I think we get a little bit, it can be confusing if if you're new to this kind of work. But what we want to see is that there's polarity in everything and one cannot exist without the other. So we use different terminology like yin and yang, they do in Chinese medicine, or shakti and shiva, they do in the Vedic Um, wisdom or sun and moon as you can see these things can't actually exist without the other Hmm. and within each person whether you're male or female you have these energies and they represent different elements Hmm. and so I like to go back to when we had Philippa she really spoke about Ayurveda and looking into nature 
So we think about nature, we can learn so much from there. If we think about a flowing river, for example, that would be known as the yin energy or the moon energy, that flow, being able to adapt, drop into it. And that's what we're talking about. We all have these elements of needing to rest, drop into our bodies, flow, creativity. Now, that doesn't exist in nature without the banks of structure, okay? So the sun, the fire elements, the what would be referred to as the masculine if we're talking on that. So as you see, we need both polarities. And within each human being, we want to be able to, I guess, shift in and out of these stages or have an awareness. We can often come back to this key of awareness of when we need to lead ourselves with a particular energy. Mm. And I think what's beautiful about you reflecting with your brother Joseph, yep, your brother Joseph, my husband Joseph, this name just is right. a we can't the running joke of, of me well, and my welcome friends. to southern italians migrating to australia that's that's just for all joes you know yeah yeah um what i love about that example is your brother definitely has this ability to really drop into this flow state of creativity and calm and you really get that sense of him but when he needs to he can hold himself in that um structured manner as well but he definitely has this beautiful polarity and we definitely should have him on the show by the way yes I feel I feel like he would be an incredible guest and uh yeah I, I just I often reflect about the males in my life in general and I'm sitting here and as you know I have so many male friends like I love my male friends because they bring about a sense of um, simplicity and structure to a somewhat confusing and overwhelming element that when you're out of balance with your, I guess, your flow and your creativity and all of that and kind of getting a bit stuck in the analysing and overanalyzing feelings and emotions, what men can do, so I'm using the male and female example, is be able to draw me back and kind of, you know, go with what needs to be done in that moment. So if you look at you know, the way of the world at the moment, it's very structural and it's probably a little bit too structural, let's be honest, and very linear, going back to what we had the conversation with uh, Philippa around cycles and all of those things as well. When we're off kilter on either end, we kind of need people to anchor us and bring us back. And I can think of an example, like I had some important paperwork that I had to do a few months ago and it went wrong. And I thought to myself, I got all emotional and I got all overwhelmed. And I know that if I had have been, for example, with yourself or with Amy, my girlfriend, it would have been hug me, care for me, nurture for me and, and take care of me and then possibly take action, right? But in that moment, thankfully, I was with my friend Ross, who was a guest on the podcast in season two. And he's like, we don't have time for that right now. You need to do A, B, C, D, and we need to do it in an hour because that's when the document office closes. Let's get it done. And then after that, he said, okay, great. Now I can give you a hug and say everything's okay. So it was really interesting, like the people and, and that we have in our life that influence and help us through challenging times and times of action or reflection, it's it's really important. Um I often think of my dad in this as well. Like he's just the most beautiful balance of yin and yang and light and dark. And 
it's so nice to see. So my dad's in his mid-60s and he's an example of that too, like get work done. But also right now his own priority is just surrendering to what he needs, his family needs, and most importantly my two nephews, which brings me to something that you and I unlocked um, recently in our book club and also in our conversations, the essence and joy that is raising children. Now, with this series, you might think we talk about raising young females and that's what we do to empower the divine feminine and do all of that. But equally, if not even more so important at times, again, the flow is women and men raising beautiful young conscious men. What are your thoughts on that? This definitely came up in our book club the other evening where, you know, a mother raising men or young young boys and and how to do this in a way that is showing all the elements of the emotions. And it's funny because the book that we're currently reading, I'm thinking of one of the chapters where it talks about how we're marketed to, Um, you know, like how we're marketed to in the sense of boys and girls, even pink and blue, how you raise a child where they're free to express in all of the ailments, you know, and not make it a boy thing and a girl thing. I think our language is probably one of the most powerful things Children learn from what they're modelled. And if you're modelling this it's right or wrong way or that's for boys and that's for girls, we're already shutting off, I guess, this idea of feeling into each of the polarities in a really healthy way. We're looking about holistic health, then I think we need to be really conscious around the language, um, given that we know from from being teachers as well, um, children are sponges mm-hmm. and they lead not only by what you say but your example. So whilst you might be also saying what you perceive to be a conscious way, are you showing that as well? So true. I think about my brother-in-law and he won't mind me talking about this, like a few years back, he would say things to his two sons, like my favourite people in the world, come on, don't cry, you'll be right, pull your socks up, you're tough. Now it's just like, okay, you're crying. I can see that you're sad. Do you want to talk about it or you want to talk about it when you finish crying? Like as simple as that. And, again, my brother-in-law's a really masculine presence, really confident but the most gentle, loving, surrendering person I've ever met. Like to see him and the way he treats my sister and mutually and the way they raise their boys is an example of that. And he can acknowledge, he's like, yeah, I guess until you learn that and until you're kind of exposed to these theories that, well, shit, what you actually say and do is influencing your children. So it's like often families and me growing up in my childhood, my parents didn't argue much at all, but even when they did it was away from me. It was kind of hidden, so, like, the kids don't need to see that. And it's really interesting even talking to them as an adult now saying, yeah, we probably thought that that was the right thing to do, but actually it would have been great to kind of model those situations to your kids because then you'd learn how to fight and and you'd learn how to fight and challenge each other and argue and, and communicate and know that all feelings are valid, not just the happy joy and la, 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 let's all operate up here, which upon reflection translated into my marriage to my ex-husband 
and the learning and the unraveling that's happened with that is really important. So, yeah, I think I think to, I guess, as we would as teachers, clarify and kind of clear up this misconception, it's really important, I think. Um, masculine isn't just man. Feminine isn't just female. And being in essence of your divine feminine doesn't make you a feminist and you're going to burn your bra and rah, rah, rah. We love men. Like, oh, my God, I love men. Yeah. Some of my best friends are men, you know, and my beautiful Mattia and my dad and my family. Like, Joseph, your exa- your husband is an example of that, you know. Mm. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. And what would you say on that with the, I mean, you've got two nephews and, mm. you know, are there any any other tips that you would give to, I guess, and in the role that you do with your work that you would give to, I guess, parents? Yeah, thank you for that. That's, that's probably the favourite thing about my job. Um, we meet, so there's a wellbeing adjustments team of seven incredible women. I also have my boss who's a male, like, leader who is, oh, I just love him. He's a legend. And we often come together as a community to, to unpack topics such as, how do we structure and educate boys? How do we structure and educate girls? Because, and that's kind of an old school way of thinking, right? So we've gone down these avenues and as we've unpacked it as a team of seven very intelligent, connected women, we're kind of like, hang on a second, we shouldn't have to just, how do we educate boys? How do we educate girls? How do we communicate with kids effectively? Mm. And my boss operates from a growth coaching model. So we don't instruct, we don't cure, we don't fix. We actually coach and empower. And that's with the staff, the students and the dialogue with the parents. So during remote learning, while I haven't been on campus at all with the children, my role has actually shifted quite a bit. What I've actually found myself doing is communicating and coaching with the families around these things. Like at the moment... Oh, I've got my hands on my heart because it brings me so much deep emotion. Like I'm nearly crying. Kids are really struggling. Um, oh, the kids are really struggling. And, um, yeah, to be able to unpack and, and discuss the importance of expressing those emotions and what to do with them, you know, and seeking, again, support from external bodies such as child psychologists and all of these incredible humans who come together to raise this child, there is such an important dialogue which needs to happen. Um, And I'm so grateful that I do the job that I do because I put my educator hat on and I put my hat on of this world that you and I are really passionate about. Mm. And to be able to marry those two and be of service in a school that allows me to do that, like Mm. let's just acknowledge that, you know, my boss and our team know they're like joe like this is happening like what's going on i said oh you can talk about the feelings through colors and you can do this and try that and the kamachi dolls that you and i've worked with in the past i think start the conversation is the biggest amount of dialogue i commend mums and dads who pick up the phone and call me and say joe my child is doing a b c d and i don't know what to do Start the conversation. Do not be ashamed. Do not just, oh, my goodness, like go to the supermarket and, oh, yes, home learning's going great and little Jimmy's thriving and it's like that's great if that's what's happening for you but also be vulnerable and say actually it's really shit and it's really hard and they're not coping. So cracking open the dialogue 
confident, clear and integral communication. I think that's probably my best advice. And no one, let me reiterate this, yes, I am a wellbeing adjustments coach with a great backing of education. Yes, I work with child psychologists. Nobody knows your kid like you do. Yeah. So what I'm hearing is this is the conversation more to empower the parent Mm. have with the child and open that dialogue, Mm. which I love because whilst you're in a school doing that, I am also in my realm having conversations last week with a few of the women that I'm doing some coaching with. And, again, we're both different workplaces, both doing an element of coaching. And this is why I believe in this work Oh, so much because you don't know what you don't know and it's nice to have, you actually have all the answers. It's just someone reframing and this is the way I see what you do and I do is reframing the questioning so that you're able to feel empowered to open that dialogue. Absolutely. And we do that with each other and that's why we have our own coaches as well so that while we are being of assistance to empower those people that we are working with, we're also continuing to be empowered by others for ourselves. And I think that this is just cracking open a whole nother dimension of how I believe the world is going to change in a better way is if we have this kind of working together from an empowering place um, and, you know, you you said that before, we're in a lot of overhaul of structure at the moment and almost the pendulum is more one way. And in this opening of conversation, that is really allowing for more of that um, vulnerability share, which is the flow of all parts. And I think my favourite part of that is... And I don't know about you growing up. I can only speak for myself and probably the majority of my cousins because, as you know, in our family growing up with your cousins, they're your friends, right? My dears, so my aunties, were the ones who constantly went to school and asked questions, right, and the dads were working. Let me tell you it is with great satisfaction and pleasure to see those men who have become grandparents now, grandfathers, acknowledge, oh, geez, I really wasn't that present when my child was growing up, not making them wrong, and they're now involved, but can I tell you how many incredible fathers I work with and speak to? And parents, again, remote learning, the adjustment and the shift, I get to have conversations with families in the evening. Mm. Mum and dad have finished their day, they've got a cup of tea, we have a Google Meet and we unpack. What does the learning look like this week for your child? Uh, What are you noticing about their behaviours? These are some strategies. And, again, I am constantly upskilling myself. So I'm, re- I'm about to go into a professional development opportunity with working with children who are not just struggling but gifted and how to empower them, um, looking at all the different ways of educating students and, and opening dialogue and ultimately coming back to, again, the play of masculine and feminine, yin and yang, light and dark, how do we actually put both of them together? Because it's all good and well to be airy-fairy and only talk about emotions and and all of that sort of stuff and how we feel but not actually take action because it's the masculine energy that puts the things in place to take the action, if that makes sense. Yeah, and that's We'll go back to it doesn't work having only one. It needs to be a polarity. I would not be in business if I did not work with my yang. That's right. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to be led. What feels good for me is being led by my yin in oh, does that feel like it's a whole body? Yes, I want to do that within my business or am I just doing because that's what I think I should be doing and that's what people do because that's like the systematic thing. I mean, we've done this with our podcast. Usually we record on a Monday. Mm. Well, yesterday it didn't really feel that great and we were like, nah, and we feel into that. That's our yin being flexible enough to flow into let's let's recalibrate and but you've got both. Let's recalibrate. Let's schedule for tomorrow because it doesn't feel right now. So, mm-hmm. absolutely, and we do need structure. And again, I'm balancing work as well as my passion with you, as well as my personal life. And in order to feel the joy with all of those things, you do have to have structure. Mm-hmm. So it's really amazing because I think of the elements like earth, air, water, and fire. Like, and that's another way we can unpack and maybe for another another time given our time limit. But if you're too stuck in air, which you and I are very air, we're so creative. We often laugh and say, can we just come up with the ideas and then get people to action them for us? Like, I know, you know, and, and I am probably a little bit more earth and grounding. And then you've got your fire, which is that fire in your belly. Like for you, my business, I'm going to push it. I'm going to share it. I'm going to be of service. And then it's like the water, which is the flow, you know? So there's so many ways that you can unpack this. Um, and it's, oh, it's huge. But what I, what I guess I really wanted to share today was the acknowledgement of masculine energy, yang, uh, sun, and without both, you know, but right now let's acknowledge probably we're all in a bit of that too much. So let's take what we're inquiring into and unpacking and go from there. So, yeah. So, so good as always. And I would love to hear people's key takeaways from from here. Like Mm -hmm. I feel like there were lots of elements, you know, from adults to children to men to women to Mm -hmm. the polarity in Humans. Oh, just humans. Exactly. Acknowledge. And that's the segregate. I love the way even with your team that you acknowledge, boy, girl, how old school is that? Let's come back to children. Mm, humans. Yeah, they're a good team. I love them. They're great. I have to check in, of course, in true strip of back tradition. Uh, tell me about your small win today. <gasps> My small win. I went for an early morning walk. I haven't done that for ages. And... <laughs> feels so good to, like I kind of ditched my yoga practice this morning I'm just again fluid I'm gonna go for a walk instead so oh, I miss our morning walks when we were living together we got to do them so much yeah, yeah so do I. that's what I was thinking as I was on the walk this morning mm. what about you what was your little walk I mean walk I haven't been on my walk yet. I've been working all morning and now this. Well, what's interesting it's a little bit um creative and exciting I was just telling you off air um 2018, I went to visit um, Agus, who's a palm reader, and um, he has shamanic Buddhist and these delicious practices. So basically another incredible soul-connected human that's been part of my evolution, right? And in 2018, I went to visit him and had a really incredible reading, and he gave me this bracelet, right? And this was when I was still married, about to embark on my 2018 gap year my ex-husband and I were still together and it was like this bracelet to say, oh, you've been you've been reborn and all of these little crystals and elements and the blessings that we've given you will keep you 
and remind you of your growth and your journey. It broke overnight. Mm, And you've been wearing that since that time, I remember. I have not taken it off, right? And I went, oh, shit. And then I went, oh, I don't need it anymore. Mm. And it was like, oh. And I remember I called my tia and I had a chat with my sister and I was like, my bracelet broke. And my sister Louise said, yeah, you don't need it anymore. Yes, I love that. And I love that there were three elements on that. There was, you know, surrender, self-love, falling in love with yourself. And rebirth. And you know what? There's no irony. Like think about today. We are recording on, for everyone, I know this will come out later, but we are recording on the 1st of September, Mm. which is the blossoming of spring, Mm. rebirth, and your bracelet breaks. Synchronicities in life, hey. Magic, magic, magic. All the things coming together. I love it. Oh, so just got chills. So good. Thank you so much um, for, yeah, for today and our conversations. I love them every time. And thank you again to our loyal listeners and, you know, just to hear people sharing our podcast with the people they care about. It's been so nice and, um, yeah, really proud of us and it brings me great joy. So thank you again and have a magical day. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to Strip It Back. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, we'd really appreciate it if you could kindly leave us a review. 